the voice of the black and amber. Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. The voice of the black and amber. Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Cork and Kenny, Waterford, Wexford are going to get good matches to prepare them for for the championship. So that might stand. From that point of view, Cork and Kilkenny and these might be slightly better prepared. A good league helps you build up for the championship. That's a lot of work to be done. And it's hard work. And it's like there's a big job to do and it's very difficult to get it right. But like, as I, as I said before, it's easy for us to talk like, but, but there's a lot of hard work to be done. And if you didn't enjoy it, you wouldn't be doing it. And I absolutely love it. And I love working with elite athletes and um, I love working with really good, honest uh, players and that's what we have in the Kennys. We're delighted to, to get out of junior and to be uh, competing for the, the Michael Ling Motors Intermediate. Community Radio Kilkenny City, number one for sport. Friday evenings talk sport on 88.7 FM with JJ Kavanagh Bus and Coach Hire. At just 10 minutes past six, a very good evening to you. You're welcome along to Talk Sport right here on your community radio station. First on the dial, first for local, 88.7 FM and around the globe on crkc.ie and on the Radio Garden app. I know your ears aren't deceiving you. It is Liam Kelly York in the hot seat until seven o'clock this evening. Again, Nicky. Hey, got lonesome is right. <laughs> I got lonesome. How could I stay away? We're still getting uh, acquainted with all the knobs and buttons again, so do bear with us as we try and keep this program between the ditches. Between now and seven, we'll preview all the weekend's action including both Kilkenny sides action or games in the National Camogie League. Both are seniors and intermediates in action. The new era for Peter Chap Clear starts at home to Cork tomorrow, while Seamus Kelly's intermediate side make the trip down to the Rebel County. We'll hear for both managers and loads more besides. If you want to get in touch with the programme, our taxback.com text line is 0863537782. Or you can WhatsApp us on 087 887 While some things change, some things stay the same. And one thing that we're keeping on our lineup is our racing slot. This evening, we're off to Dundalk, and our racing correspondent is Burr Scott. Evening to you, Burr. Uh, thanks, Liam. Well, Dundalk began a bit early this evening, this afternoon, 3.47 to be exact. The first race went to number two, Bilboa, the 11 to 8 favourite. Second was number five, Sam Rogue, 130. And her was number one, Army of India, 11 to 1, and 10 ran. The 422, this went to number one, Ransom, 11 to 8, on favour. Second was number 10, May Knight, 22 to 1. And third was number 12, Hello Harry, 
16 to 1 and 13 ran. The 4.57, this went to number 2, Badeb Bing, 6 to 1. Second was number 1, Almud Hafar, the 5 to 4 on favour. And third was number 13, Armada Rising, at 20 to 1 and 14 ran. The 5.30, this was won by number 7, Winemaker, at 7 to 1. Second was number 3, James Henry, 4 to 1. And third was number four, McAdam Rock, at uh, four to one also. The beaten favourite here was number eight. And um, so I think there was one. I'm not sure about the runners there. I think there was 13 runners. Um, actually, I just, I think I gave you the wrong price for the second horse there. James Henry, in fact, was seven to two. And the third horse was four to one. That was the correct. SPs. The 6 o'clock has just finished, and this was won by number 4, O'Hilvick, 11 to 4 favourite. Second was number 7, Miss Blackjack, 4 to 1. And third was number 8, Stay Sound Susie, also 4 to 1, and uh, all 8 ran there. There's just three races remaining on the card, and the next race at half past 6 is a sprint handicap over uh, six furlongs for three-year-olds. Just these runners here, but the betting indicates it's fairly competitive. The favourite is number five, Cool Star. This one has plenty of money for all day today. The last show I saw, he was five to two favourite. It is then seven to two, uh, number two, the Poacher Daily. Also seven to two, number four, Mary Shoelaces. And four to one, number three, Bruce Lightning. Also four to one, number one, Smart Impression. Eight to one, Bar. Look, like I said, on the eight runners, but it's definitely competitive. Co-star said the money is coming for this one today. It's had a couple of really decent runs. Whether it can show uh, favoritism, justify favoritism in this race, has to be seen. Number two, the Butcher Daily, and number four, Mary Shoelaces. Their farm is closely connected, and um, I wouldn't be surprised if one of these actually came out on top. The presence of Colin Keane in the saddle for Mary Shoelaces might make the difference. At seven o'clock, we have a one and a half mile maiden for four year olds and upwards. 13 runners down to go, but according to the betting, it looks a very, very uh, cut and dried affair. Number two, how about now is 11 to 8 on favour. Number 13, Sea Wave is 7 to 4. And number four, Skatchewa was 11 to 2. It was 10 to 1, bar the 3 today. It, I have to admit, it does look a, a match, especially uh, the top two in the betting. I wouldn't even include Skatchewa, but. Um, Joseph O'Brien's runner hasn't run for quite a while. It was towards the end of last year in Evan, I believe. Uh, finished sixth in the maiden. And um, he, he's 11 days on. I think Joseph's horses in these type of races is always been trying to go off maybe a little bit too short. I think T-Wave number 13, who's had a recent run. Colin Keane again rides this one, so Colin could be in for a few good mounts towards the end of the card. And I can see Wave will win that maiden. Finally, the, the half seven, this is a handicap over a mile and a quarter and just a little bit. There's a couple of non-runners here, number seven and number eight. 
The favourite and a very warm favourite today was number 12, Dark Street, who was shown around 9 to 4, having opened up around the 72 chance. It was then 4 to 1, number 9, Victory Star, 9 to 2, number 5, Hasten Slowly, 5 to 1, number 10, Barrettstown, uh, 10 to 1, number 13, Highland King, and also around that price, number 2, Wrecking Ball Paul, Any Price Bar. Um, as I said, it was a couple of non-runners. I get it all. Well, the favourite has been in really terrific, terrific form. Finished second this night two weeks back and had won previous to that and is running really well. Luke Commerce Hearts is continuing to hold her form. Whatever beats him, I think, will win. Um, Barrettstown is another one that has been knocking on the door and I think that door is about to open very shortly. I have to mention number three, Dr. Nightingale, who's pointed out to me today by a man who specialises in long shots. This fella, I think, is Gordon Elliott's first runner in Dundalk for a while. But back from 33 to 1 this morning into 16 to 1. Could be even less now, not quite sure. Uh, I think whatever happens, he, he won't want for fitness. He's been running in juvenile horrors and he should be flying and he should run well. I just feel that I mentioned the door might be ready to open for Barrettstown and I might give it a bit of a hand. It's Barrettstown for me in the 7.30. Bear, thank you very much indeed and we'll hear from Bear over the course of the weekend uh, with his... Pleasure, Burr. Thank you. Burr will be back alongside Jim Cashin on Saturday Sport tomorrow from 12 noon, so don't miss that. Uh, we're going to move from the horses to the greyhounds. JJ Kavanagh's Sons keeping the country moving for almost a century. How in the name of God do you follow that <laughs> <laughs> he, he comes back in and this one is I think you better start look at a better sting than yeah, that I'm one I'm not sure about that no I'm not sure at all about it but it I, sounds I, I, like upset dogs because you're back your, in the wrong ones evening, it looks like dogs are about to be fed so <laughs> if you don't improve that one you'll be fed to the dogs next week ok race number one is at half seven tonight the Westwood Kilkenny track 5-2-5 and uh, we're going for number five and that is the Dennis Lennon's dog out there from the three castle direction Lemon Sin uh, to get the better of uh, number one Knock the dog wings uh, syndicate from Ballyragget. Uh, race number two. It's the Tasty Fryer A5525, and they do a good hot food out there every Wednesday and Friday at the track out there in James's Park. If you're feeling hungry, have you sampled well, it? Ah, uh, once. Number you one, Positive Ruben. It's a Kieran Tackerby owned trained dog uh, to get the better of. Number six, uh, Sarah Hennessy owned Paul Hennessy trained Have You Asked Mum? Number six. Race number three, it's the Joe Show on ON2525 semi final, sponsored by Joe Sheen. A nice 1250 to the winner next week on that one. We're going for number two to win this one it's a syndicate from Kilmagani trained by Morty Lahey to get the better of uh, Tom Lannan's number five Lemon Dot uh, owned and trained by Tom Lannan race number four it's the second semi-final of that stake and we're going for number five uh, Tom Lannan won this time to get over the line Lemon Bundy to get the better of uh, number one it's uh, a B Evans from England trained by Michael Donnelly here's Luke race number five Greyhound make great pets A4525 we're going for number three Patrick Meany's owned and trained Ratoff Soldier to get the better of Shema Donnells and Robbie Dowlins going the wrong way we've suddenly lost faith with our going the wrong way we were tipping him up to now he's let us down a few times so we're on revenge tonight 
Race number six, the fundraiser at Kilkenny Track, 83525. Just talk to Tom if you want to run a fundraiser out there. We're going for number three, a syndicate from Gorey. Uh, Auntie Anne, number three, to get the better of Andrew Murray's from Thoris owned and trained, Gort Kelly Megan, number six. Race number seven, it's the McCalmon Cup at the Kenny Track, A4525, and that's just a reminder that that big uh, stake starts on the 1st of March with the winner getting 7,000. We're going for number six, Droopy's Workout, a syndicate from Kilcullen, trained by Marty Lahey, to get the better of Colleen Searsha, John Lahey and Ronan Lahey owned and trained, number four. Uh, race number eight, it's the Kilkenny Greyhound Owls and Breeders A three five two five semi final, a seven hundred euro uh, prize for this one next week when the final takes place. We're going for number six, Nicky Clear and Cindy Nolan's Avongate Playboy to get the better of Pat Comforts number five, Maori Man trained by Marty Lahey. Race number nine, the second semi final of that stake. We're going for number three, a Thomastown Syndicate trained by Tom Lahey, Birchfield Pa to get the better of PJ Peacock's number two, owned and trained Ratchie's Joy. Race number ten, it's the Bile Sports Bookmakers A2525 semi final, a 700 euro for the winner here as well next week. And we're going to go with John Mackey. It's been limping a bit in the last couple of races, but John, I expect you give him a good dinner this morning and that uh, File Amy will come home first. Race number, he's number six to get the better of a syndicate from Don Garvin, Abbeyside Spice, trained by Marty Lahey. And finally, race number 11, the Bile Sports. Muckbakers A2525 semi-final the second semi-final of that stake we're going for number 6 Brian Kerwins owned and trained Sassy Sonny as I say number 6 to get the better of number 2 a Bagnestown syndicate owned and trained there number 2 Carlo Warrior and that's it Liam from the track tonight and Jim Cashin will call out the results tomorrow and you can let people know if, if they put down a few bob if they've won anything all right, Nikki. thank you very much indeed. And as you said, Saturday Sport tomorrow from 12 noon, we'll be looking back on all of our racing and greyhound tips. We're off to let out the dogs and we'll be hearing from Peter Chapclear in just a moment. And we're going to have to reassess that sting because they don't sound like very happy dogs. Maybe they are being backed by Nicky. Anyway, moving swiftly on, uh, tomorrow in UPMC Nolan Park, it sees Peter Chapclear begin his tenure as manager of the Kilkenny Senior Camogie team, Corker the visitors, and it throws in at 2 o'clock. Nicky Brennan will be there for us with live updates. And earlier this week, I caught up with the newly appointed Cats manager. Friday evenings, Talk Sport on 88.7 FM with JJ Kavanagh, Bus and Coach Hire. Yeah, it's going to be a great occasion. We're really looking forward to it. Um, we have the girls back now a couple of months at this stage and uh, we've had plenty of challenge matches, but I suppose, look, this is the first national competition of the year. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're thrilled. We're really excited, really looking forward to it. Did you have any nerves or is there any nerves kicking in now as the match gets closer? No, because you look, Camogie is Camogie and when you're from Kilkenny, like we all are, Liam, you just, you just love, love hurling and love Camogie and... Uh, it's it, it's what we do. It's in our blood. So uh, of course you'd be you'd be uh, you'd be trying to make sure everything is organised and everything is, is is as it should be. And uh, there's nerves in that sense. But uh, I suppose once the whistle is blown and, and the game takes place, I suppose really my job is to is, is to sit back and just I just watch the girls at that stage. So they've worked really hard uh, over the last number of weeks and, and months. So um, we're looking for a big performance now mm. on Saturday. When something is new. Um, I suppose it's very exciting first and foremost and it does take a while to, to build up relationships with girls and for them to get to know the backroom team and for the backroom team to get to know them and uh, so there's been a huge learning curve for everybody but I suppose because it's been so new as well time has flown Liam because 
um, you know, it feels like only yesterday we met the girls for the first time, and now here we are with the with the national league starting Saturday. So mm. um, it's like anything. We, we've 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 plenty of work done now at this stage in terms of getting to know each other, and uh, yeah. So it's just it's 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 a massive game for us on Saturday against the All Ireland champions in Nolan Park. And I'd imagine even when you went in the, those gates and, and you got your first training session under your belt, those first couple of weeks, uh, it's almost like building familiarity before even you put a, a real focus on tactics and, and all the rest. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I suppose the, the players are probably sussing the backroom and management out and we're sussing the players out. And um, I suppose, look, we had, we had a training panel of 45 or 46 and mm. um, for, for, for up until, Christ, until after Christmas. And every one of those girls worked incredibly hard and the... Uh, um, they, they really gave it absolutely everything and uh, we, we did shorten the panel and tighten the panel a little bit um, and yeah so it's just a super competitive environment so everybody's driving each other on everybody wants to be successful everybody wants what's best for Kilkenny Camogie and we're all on the same page um, which is great you know Very much like your predecessor Brian Dowling coming in after the Anne Downey era you have to come in off the back of two All-Irelands under the Dowling regime which you know is a great position for Kilkenny Camogie to be in but a very high standard to follow Oh, absolutely huge standards, but I suppose, look, I can't and we can't control what happened before. Uh, we're just focused on 2024. We're not even looking beyond that or or, 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 or anything that happened before. That. It's just about this year. Um, and I suppose when the chapter closed, when Cork won the All-Ireland final last year, uh, when they beat Watford and the final whistle went, well, you know, that was it. Everybody else was getting ready for, for the following year. So it's all about 2024 now. We're just totally focused on... on I suppose not just the game on Saturday, but the, the National League as a whole. We're getting five games in seven weeks, so um, we'll have a fair idea where we're at after those five games. Yeah, and we all dream here in Kilkenny of a sunny summer afternoon in Crow Park, potentially in an All-Ireland semi-final or final, but the hard yards have to be done now, and from a panel point of view, have you managed to keep um, most, if, if not all, of the players from last year, or have unfortunately any stepped away? Yeah, no, we, we've managed to keep a, a fair chunk of them, and we've added to the panel as well, and obviously there are some girls that have... Uh, for various different reasons between um, gone travelling and, uh, and stepping away for, for, for different reasons so we're really happy with the, with the group of girls we had I suppose from my perspective Liam uh, people say this player is not playing or that player is mm-hmm. away but, but I've never known any different because I've just worked with the players that I have so I couldn't be happy with the group that's there uh, and the honesty and the genuineness that, they, that they're all showing I suppose there's an awful lot of talented players in Kilkenny um, and a lot of talented players coming through uh, and I suppose they they have gotten and they are getting an opportunity. Uh, but there's many girls out there as well that um, that that know if they put their head down to work hard that they'll get their opportunity as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, so look, it's 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 very exciting. It's very um, you know it's it's it, it's a serious serious uh, challenge when you have Cork coming in your first round of the league. Um, but we're building a nice squad. We have a nice little bit of momentum built up and. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just really exciting to see where we can go from here. And we did touch on getting to know the players and settling in over the first couple of months. Part of that, I suppose, is putting your own stamp on the team, be it with style or, or the way you want the game to be played. Has that been difficult at all just to to uh, give the team a little bit of a, a pointed in a direction that you wanted to see it going? Or is it very much carrying on what's been done before? I- yeah, well, I suppose, look, the principles and the basics are the same in terms of, of one thing that Kenny always bring is huge honesty, huge work rate. Um, hooking and blocking and all those things so th- those basics aren't going to change at all maybe stylistically we haven't done a massive amount in terms of the tactics yet Liam mm. um, and I suppose that's I, I'm happy enough with that as well because I suppose there was such a, uh, a period of time there getting to know the players and the players getting to know us and then you had the CCAO competition with Ashburn and Purcell so there were challenges there in terms of, of, of getting full access to the players there but I suppose look um, now that that competition is over and that the league is starting 
um, we'll start to get into the, uh, the, the, the you know more nuanced details in terms of the tactics but we'll keep it a very simple at the moment we just want to go out and play we want to get the shackles are off we want to enjoy it and the perfect way to start a national league is at home to Cork on Saturday I mean Kilkenny Cork and Galway thrown in there as well have been the leading contenders over the past couple of years so it's a real good way to start the, the year early on yeah, the, the league is very, very competitive. Um, you have six teams in the league and the top two teams go straight to the league final. So it's important to get a good start. Um, but all the games are super competitive. You know, we're going to be playing Cork and Galway and Watford and Tip and Clare. You know, all serious top-class teams. So, um, you know, there, there's no there's no game that you could you can take your, your, your eye off for a second because they're all seriously um, difficult games. So it's going to be a challenge for minute one. But look... Um, we're just going to take it one game at a time and our first game is Cork and you know no matter how that goes it won't define our season um, but we'll be facing the clear then the following week but we're really just focused on Cork now for Saturday and we were talking to Seamus Kelly from the intermediate side of things a few minutes ago and they're obviously disappointed with two losses from two but it's very much striking a balance between trying to utilise your bench see as many faces as possible and if at all possible get the result but as you said it won't be all defined in one match yeah, absolutely, and I suppose look, the, the whole the, the ethos of the intermediates is to give girls a chance, to give them an opportunity, and uh, I'd, I'd like to think that the, the intermediate setup would be uh, a really good feeder for the for the senior side, and a lot of girls who would have soldiered with Seamus last year on the intermediate side and performed really well have actually stepped up to the plate now and are now on our senior panel. So uh, it is a brilliant pathway and a brilliant gateway uh, for a lot of players. So um, you know, like girls that have played you look at the senior panel even at the moment an awful lot of those girls would have played intermediate uh, in their career starting off before they made the transition up to senior and it does give a great opportunity to, to blood a lot of these players too so um, to be fair to Seamus and his backroom team they've given loads of time and loads of games uh, to, to girls or whatever and I suppose um, you know the, the league came very quickly for them in terms of the middle of January they were starting but was we've had to wait a little bit longer on the senior side of things. Yeah. We mentioned teams on the field, but there's also a team off it between your own senior management set up and indeed working with the likes of Seamus and the intermediate side of things. I, I'm sure there's a great group in there, so it wasn't too difficult, I, I suspect, to get on the right terms with everybody and build a bit of a rapport there. Yeah, we have a fantastic backroom team. Um, I suppose look, John Murphy has come in. John, who's the strength and conditioning for the seniors. I think any senior hurdles is also the strength and conditioning for the senior camogies. Um, and he's been a fantastic asset to the group this year uh, and the girls are really buying into it and they're really working hard under John and then in terms of the coaching staff we've got PJ Ryan um, from Johnstown we've got John O'Neill from Callan Michael Fard from, from Freshford and Seamus Kelly does a bit of linking up with the intermediate and seniors as well so but a really really strong um, backroom team that we're delighted with uh, and obviously we've all our, our, our physios and nutritionists as well so we've built a really really good team um, but obviously we're all, we're all still getting to know each other as well uh, but I couldn't be happier with the backroom team we have so far and uh, we're all on the same page in terms of we all want what the best thing is for Kilkenny Camogie uh, and that's really important for me that we're all uh, on that journey together and we're enjoying it. Yeah, and lastly then, chap, on a personal note, you I mean you must be one of the busiest men in Ireland working. Obviously, your your role as a local councillor here in Kilkenny as well and the not-too-small uh, matter of managing the senior camogie team as well. Uh, is 24 hours enough hours in the day for you? Absolutely. I mean, look, to, to me, the camogie is, is my absolute release. Uh, it's, mm. it's, 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 it's a huge enjoyment for me. And if you didn't enjoy it, you wouldn't be doing it. And I absolutely love it. And I love working with elite athletes. And um, I love working with really good, honest uh, players. And that's what we have in Kilkenny. So, I mean, it's just such a privilege for me to be even uh, involved with this group. So, um, you know, whatever time it takes in terms of 
of preparation or organization or uh, whatever needs to be done, I'm more than happy to, to, to um, sorry, I choose uh, to do it because mm-hmm. I, I, love, I love it and I enjoy it. So there's no sacrifice at all from my side, Liam. I do it because I want to do it and, uh, and we're such a great group of people around us. Um, and that's why we're so looking forward to the Saturday and hopefully getting a really big performance and, uh, and, and starting out our journey of 2024 uh, with, a, with a good performance. JJ Cavan and Sons sponsoring Friday Talk Sport from 6 to 7 on Community Radio Kilkenny City 88.7 FM. And that was Peter Chapclear, the newly appointed Kilkenny Senior Camogie Manager, looking forward to his first game tomorrow in the job at home to Cork. Throw in is at 2 o'clock in UPMC Nolan Park, and we will indeed have live reports. Nicky, you will be there for us. How do you see Chap going in the Kilkenny dugout? First day for a big day. It's going to be a big day. He'll have no um, uh, Denise Gall, no Michaela Keneally, no um, uh, Claire Field, and no Miriam Walsh, and I'm not sure anybody else. We haven't seen the team yet. Uh, Cork will obviously as on Ireland champions, and Ger Manley, I know Ger, Ger was a decent hurler with Cork I know Jer, he'll be having his first outing as well with Cork. So look, there's a lot of force tomorrow and I know that's a big panel. I think Chap talked about 45 there on the panel. So a big panel tomorrow uh, and he'll obviously have to cut back down on them because, to be honest about it, a number of them probably now would be probably better off with the with the, the Division 2 team. And you know what, Liam? It's a funny old world. Kilkenny are playing Cork in Division 1 in Nolan Park and they're playing Cork in Division 2 now I think it's 2A or 2B in Division 2 down at the Cork Camogie ground. So it just shows that there can't be some thinking where those two games could have been played together mm. up at the Kilkenny venue. If they couldn't play the Tobin in Dolan Park, surely they'll get a venue somewhere they could play it at 12 o'clock and the other one at 2 o'clock. It's, it's just crazy. Um, and it's part of the problem, in fairness, mm. that the uh, ladies have in trying to get access to pitches to be fair, but playing them at two different venues is just cr- is crazy. Look, Kilkenny will need just a good performance, uh, get going, uh, and uh, maybe a few players laid on a marker there is a obviously I'm, I'm interested to see how many of the Borough players uh, find their way onto this Kilkenny team I'm hearing names from the Borough that have not been I don't think are on the panel and I'm puzzled now I think um Aoife Prendergast might be injured at the moment actually I think um, that might be an issue uh, but I was so impressed by Dixborough their whole application and style and everything I'm looking forward to see how many of them uh, make the breakthrough tomorrow because uh, um, they're, they're, they need to bring on quite a bit of new talent now and fresh talent and look at the league is there and, and, and it may have to be a fair bit of learning in the league as well so um, hopefully it'll go well for, uh, for Chap and his, uh, his mentors but Cork Obviously, will want to do well as also under uh, under their new manager, Ger Manley, mm. who's a who's a sound guy, Ger. Yeah, Pat Tracy and Paddy Kelly join us as well. Paddy, mm. first of all, uh, games like tomorrow, they're 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 a milestone in many respects, but they can be tricky to learn anything as an observer. Yeah, uh, just look, uh, Nicky hit it on the head there. The most important thing for for Chapnow and his backroom team is to get a performance, to see how it goes, and use the league as maybe a sounding board to see what kind of players are up to championship standard and uh, see how they go along on that. Look, uh, it's a transition period I think for Kilkenny and, but Kilkenny always have, do, do always find players from underage and uh, intermediate team, uh, their second team and uh, they usually make the leap up to a senior standard without much too much bother. So like I said, they'll just have to wait and see, uh, like I said, use the league uh, as uh, as a sounding board to see what is uh, going to be uh, the thing for the championship going forward. Pat, you'd know chap fairly well. Is he the right man at the right time? Oh, well, uh, there's no doubt uh, he's he's a very um, positive uh, character mm. and uh, he'll take it. As he said himself, look, 
uh, he isn't short to anyone uh, the players that he has he has since he came in and that's it and uh, he's going to take it that way it's, it's a huge task for Kilkenny tomorrow don't make any mistake about it like I mean Denise Gall uh, took on uh, almost B Cork on her own if you like last year and who's going to show the leadership from that midfield uh, from midfield up that's going to be the question tomorrow for Kilkenny there are young uh, you know there are uh, a lot of young players mm. there there, it's a baptism of fire for them and uh, you know they should roll up their sleeves go out and have a cut at it and take it from there and Nicky maybe we're a little bit reluctant in this county to use the, use words like project and uh, give a manager time but when he's lost such key players like he has do we have to be a little bit patient in the stands? Ah, yeah. I think to be fair to him we have to but I mean it's up now to the players who are getting the chance and we have to understand look at the people who are, in, who are picking the team now they have seen things over the last couple of weeks as I said I've heard a few names of the borough who haven't quite made it I'm a bit surprised at that but let's see what happens I'm absolutely uh, prepared to give the, they need to be given a, a fair crack of the whip to get, uh, to get to get going but unfortunately there's not a whole lot of games in the in the league either and then they're straight into the championship so it's a very small number of games relative overall Liam so you don't get an awful lot of time if you have a decent league you can go into the championship positive if you have a poor league well you're scratching your head to know what's going to be your best side for the championship so look you have to give Guy a bit of, a bit of, cut him a bit of a slack here on this one and uh, look at I think he's good people around him and I think they'll make a go of it. There's plenty of talent in Kilkenny now they have to show it tomorrow. Let them, at, at the minimum tomorrow is a gutsy committed display. Win would be brilliant but I mean if, they, if they're not to win they need really a performance at the same time. Yeah and just Pat, Paddy final word we touched on it a few minutes ago with Nicky as regards to maybe playing it as a double header in Nolan Park the fact that they're on at the same time one team is down in Cork the seniors are in Nolan Park it's all like the, the word academy is being branded around Kilkenny lately due to the, uh, Michael Fenley's initiative yeah. with, the, with the young teams in Kilkenny Kilkenny Camogie is not all that different and the fact that uh, the, the management team are almost sliced in half it, it doesn't give players maybe the best opportunity that impress on either side, senior no, or intermediate. No, it doesn't. And the other thing about it is uh, when you have the two matches together, the senior manager can look at some of the intermediate players and say, look, uh, we might uh, bring that one up for the next match or vice versa if he needs to drop anybody down to Seamus Kelly's uh, panel there and all like that and think that they need game time and all like that. But when they're separate, nobody knows, you know, how each, each team has performed or what uh, is a plus or a positive on, on each display. So, look, I, I just can't understand that. Nicky said the right thing. If it couldn't be held in Nolenberg, uh, maybe a venue, maybe uh, maybe somewhere suitable, that, uh, maybe halfway or something like that, would have suit both teams and to have both matches on at the same time, especially for uh, as as Kilkenny would need to see what the the, the the standard is going forward. Common sense, not that common, Pat. Yeah, well, look, uh, if the two games were to be in Kilkenny, to the ball was in Cork's court as to whether they travel or not, their intermediate team. Uh, there's no way the two games should have been fixed for opposite counties anyway. It was that's nuts. Uh, no matter what way you look at it, and uh, uh, like I saw something on the paper there, where is it? Um, I know is it is it. Cork lady footballers or Kerry lady footballers or something are playing a few miles down the road from the, the senior footballers and this is why we need amalgamation I mean the Camogie Association is one association and this is what's happening anyway yeah. so you know it's, it's just mad 
Yeah, but unfortunately, it doesn't seem like it. It's been that way for quite a while, and it doesn't look like changing. Lads, thanks for the moment. Uh, it's just coming up on twenty to seven. It's Talk Sport with Liam Kelly York. If you want to join the conversation, our taxback.com text line is oh eight six three five three double seven eight two, or you can WhatsApp us on oh eight seven four zero double one eighty eight seven. We do have to say a very good evening to the all reliable Jim Rowan. Great to hear from you, Jim. And you wish both Kilkenny teams tomorrow all the very best of luck. And hello to Kevin as well, who's tuned our way. And thanks very much for the nice message, Kevin. Uh, we'll take a break and we'll be back shortly. Friday evenings talk sport on 88.7 FM with JJ Kavanagh Bus and Coach Hire. JJ Kavanagh and Sons, keeping the country moving for almost a century. And it is Friday Talk Sport with Liam Kelly York. Plenty going on this weekend. Nicky, you have the details. Yeah, very quickly, Liam. Tonight, uh, Senior Football League, Thomastown at Tom to Verdon's own Dance Fort at Tom to Clara. Uh, tomorrow we'll be touching on this is the uh, big colleges game in Ratdowney Nina CBS versus Kilkenny CBS Jerry Drennan will be there for us uh, senior football tomorrow James Stevens at home to Liz Downey intermediate football St. Patrick's Bally Regis at home to Barra Rangers Carrick Shock at home to Minnesteague and junior Regna Man at home to uh, the Rail Yard we've touched on the Camogie ladies football Kilkenny will be in Dunmore I think on Sunday I went there last Sunday and the place was closed up but they're supposed to be playing for Manor there on Sunday at 2 o'clock rugby a huge disappointment last weekend lost to a tie really uh, has killed Kilkenny's league ambitions but they are at home this weekend uh, the seconds start off against Boyne seconds at one thirty, and Kilkenny first against Boyne first at, at 3 o'clock United Rugby Championship tonight Scarless versus Munster Saturday Leinster versus Benetton Cardiff versus Connacht and Sunday Ospreys versus Ulster in basketball Marble City Hawks are away tomorrow evening in Dublin against Moy Talca Rovers in hockey tomorrow Men's Division 1A Kilkenny first versus Portland first away Men's Division 5 Kilkenny second the YMCA Forts at home and uh, Sunday uh, the Women's Division 1 Kilkenny Force versus Avoca Force away and when we're at it we want to send our congratulations to our uh, former reporter Tristan Linus from Kilkenny Hockey I just spotted today that he uh, got married uh, fairly recently so good luck to, to you Tristan you're probably not listening to us uh, tonight but nevertheless we do want to send you on our, our best wishes and of course the League of Ireland starts up uh, this night uh, games Shamrock Rovers Dundalk Bohemians versus Sligo Galway versus St Pat's Watford versus Shelburne and Derry versus Trada and a very interesting game coming up uh, tonight in um, in Munster actually it's Cork versus Kerry in football the first time they've ever played one another in soccer league is at Lone View Wexford Brave UCD Treaty United versus Cobranners and Sunday it's, Tom, it's Longford versus Finn Harps Nicky thank, thank you very much indeed and for more soccer tune in to Saturday Sport around about 12.30 tomorrow after our horse racing coverage right we touched on Kilkenny's home match against Cork tomorrow afternoon in UPMC Nolan Park at the same time, the Kittens, the Intermediates, are heading for Cork and their manager, Seamus Kelly, joined me to discuss the prospects in round three. Friday evenings, Talk Sport on 88.7 FM with JJ Kavanagh, Bus and Coach Hire. We've had two losses in the first two games. Um, look, we've had, there's been some challenges there, you know, with, with, a, with probably half our panel involved in the CCAO competition, so we had to make sure that we were doing best by the players there from a player welfare point of view, but we've also been giving girls opportunities and games to kind of show where where they're at before we kind of went and selected the panel, you know. So look, we're we're going to Cork now with with a with the panel that we selected for the league anyway, and we'd hopefully be a bit more settled. And you know, look, we're going to be up against a very good Cork team, and they're going to be very well managed by Donny Daly, very well organised, and. 
back down to weigh in Cork as well it'll be an added, added, added challenge to it but I think I think look we're, we're going down to make a good account of ourselves we need to try to get something out of the next three games anyway to, to make sure we can try to stay in contention within the league but look here big challenge ahead but look we're definitely looking forward to it and be it a hurling team or a camogie team in Kilkenny the goal is to win but at this stage of the year as well a lot of it is about development getting your team right and look while it's not the be all and end all a result is always desired but to try and put your stamp on the team come championship is the most important thing yeah look 100% and we have to understand that like the intermediate team is a, is a development team into the seniors and, and, and this year there's a there's a number of girls that are now involved in the senior panel. I think you can count nearly nine girls kind of gone up from the intermediates, which is great to see. And obviously we have new faces have to come in then that are looking to develop down the road to become future senior players too. So we're trying to get used to them, work with them, get a feel for where they're at and what we need to do to get them up to the up to the right level, you know. But um but that's that's the great thing about the intermediate, that's that's the challenge and Look, the league is a great way to find out things, you know, and look, the, the league this year is very different, obviously, like last year, the second teams are all in the very same competition, and there's no promotion, you know, so if you win it, you, you get a nice cup at the end of it, but really, the goal is to get, get something out of it, to find out where your players are at, that's, that's the main goal, you know, but still, saying that, you want to be winning games too, because winning is a habit, and you need to learn how to win, but you also need to learn how to come back from your losses as well, and be able to learn from your mm. losses. Um, how would you compare the two performances and did you see maybe slight improvements from the Galway game into the Wexford match? I suppose it's very hard to compare the two performances based on we, we, we essentially selected two different teams for both mm. games. Um, look, the first day out against Galway we were 11 points down at half time. There was a big gate fourth win that we, we, we went up against but the girls brought back three points and only for a very good save by the Galway keeper um, we would actually level the game, you know. But And then against Wexford the, the result probably didn't reflect the game where look I don't think it was a 7 point gap in the end there was one or two mistakes for the goals that punished us and that was the difference but we had two different teams out it's hard to compare them but look um, we definitely learned we've learned a lot as a management team about the players but also learned where the girls kind of I suppose hurling hurling you know knowledge is that what we need to improve on to help them you know get through the next few games but look and the outside looking in, you probably think the intermediates are, are, are they in a bit of trouble. I, I wouldn't say we are. I'd say we were trying to find our feet, trying to give girls a chance, and also try to balance the workload of a lot of girls that currently was going on the last two weeks as well. Yeah, and even when it comes down to an individual or, or a certain position in the field, you, you have that little bit more leeway to focus on it when, when you know that there's a broader picture there, and, and you, you just need to, again, come, it comes back to fine tuning. It does indeed. And look, the, look, the end goal for every team is. You're trying to build your, your group for for championship when that comes around, you know. And look, the league the league can go great for you. If, if you win the league, it doesn't mean you're going to win a championship. Cork won the league last year intermediate, and they got knocked down the All Ireland quarter final, and we got to the All Ireland semi final. Like you know what I mean? So, like the league league form doesn't transition straight into championship if you get me. So, mm. but you have to use the league to learn about your players, mm. and that's what we're trying to do, and that's what we will continue to do. And we'll use it as a, as a tool to be able to develop the players to be ready for championship when that time comes. Obviously, you've seen a couple of new faces over the past two matches. Have you managed to hold on to uh, a couple of players from your last campaign? Yeah, there's, there's still, there's still a, you know, a vast amount of those players still there from last year. You know what I mean? So, like, there is still a lot of experience there that those girls would have gained. Like last year was a intermediate. We got to the league final. We won Leinster. I put a ball from all other final in the end. So those girls are still with me have now gained valuable experience um, you know in fairness so 
their their role will be to help bring those other girls on that are now in this year and, and help integrate them. You know what I mean? So look, um, look, we 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 plenty of bodies there anyway. We're, mm. we're happy enough that way, you know. So. Look, we're, we're, we're in a good spot for the time of year, that is. And you touched on Cork a few minutes ago. I'm sure it's a challenge that you're relishing, and again, it's another opportunity to see where you're at. Yeah, no, look, any time you say Kenny and Cork play each other, there's always, there's always a good bit of a bite to it, you know. And if you look at the senior games over the years, there's always only been nearly a point between them in any game, you know what I mean? So, look, Kenny and Cork, there's, there's no love lost there when mm. it comes down to it, whether it's Hurling or Camogie or whatever it is, you know. But, look, um, we're going down we're going down to get a performance and if we get that performance the results should take care of itself but we're focused on the performance at hand that, that's all we're, we're worried about is getting that, that good performance and really finding out where we're at where, where we're at like you know so. yeah very much like you're learning about yourselves Cork are obviously in in a similar position as well they'll be uh, trying out things so in terms of analysing the opposition it's very very difficult at this time of year it's yeah, it's it's too early. It's too early yet, you know. And and even your manage, manager in in place two and Tony Daly, and he says when Tony would have missed a couple of years ago when we both managed under sixteen teams when Cork based by a point that Ireland final. So he's trying to find his seat two this year and maybe trying to change things up down in Cork, bring in some fresh faces, bring some of his minors under sixteen through that he would have had, you know. So look, I I think it's an unknown for both of us. We don't know much about the personnel that's there this year. And, you know what, that probably adds to the excitement as well, you know, the challenge at hand. So look, we'll, we'll see what happens. Most certainly. A little bit disappointing, Seamus, that the game clashes with the senior game in UPMC in Orland Park. I know the girls at any level appreciate the support. Cork is a, you know, it's a good two-hour drive depending on where you're coming from, from the county. And to have that clash as well is not ideal, but I'm sure you're going to get on with your business. Ah, uh, look, it, it, it is what it is. Um, but ideally, you'd love to have it in the same venue. You'd have the support there. You know, even from the county board's perspective, just from logistics and having bodies, bodies around, you know, it helped. But um, even I'm involved with Chaps management team too, so it would have helped even just to be there for for both games. But look, mm. it is what it is. My my job is intermediate, and you know that's 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 where that's why I'm back. Help them try and progress further this year, you know. So um, it is what it is. We get on with. We we do our job. The senior go do their job, you know. So. Yeah second year in the role uh, do you find yourself maybe thinking about things differently and has your approach changed with a little bit more experience under your hat um, yeah well it, it, it has and it hasn't I suppose um, look second year now I suppose people know that the Kenny Intermediate Group aren't, a, aren't a, I suppose a, a surprise package we would have caught a lot of teams on the hop so you know that any team going up against us now they're, they're going to know to be well organised you know what I mean but mm. look um, we're not going to change too much you know we don't need to change too much we just we just need to figure out now how do we get this new panel ready for for uh, you know competing in the All-Ireland Series and you know it's just taking up our learnings from last year and try to add 5% onto them as, 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 as the months go on and hopefully try and, and get this intermediate team um, you know as far as we can in the championship and very last word then uh, Chap of course starting in the tenure in his very, very first year as well so he's going to learn things on the journey but to, to have that good relationship with him I'm sure is going to be important because as you touched on you may be two different teams but the whole Kilkenny Camogie family it's almost like an academy and players cross over and the overall development of both teams is important No it is myself and Chap have been Worked very closely since he was appointed. We've been in contact weekly, and obviously been involved with the management team too. Like I was at Brian Dowell and health matters a lot as well, you know. Um, and as you said, like I know they're labelled as seniors and intermediates, but it, it, we're all the one. Like the intermediates are feeding to the seniors, 
as I mentioned, there's a number of girls going up from last year's panel, which is what you want to see. You know, if, if you weren't seeing girls going through, you'd be questioning, uh, are, they been de- are they developing, are they getting the opportunities? And that's what we want to see, you know. So look, myself and Chap will be working very closely this year, whether we're on the sideline together or we're in different venues, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be working for the, for the betterment of, of, of the girls this year, you know. JJ Kavna Kochar, supporting Community Radio Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. So the Kilkenny Intermediates are in action tomorrow afternoon. They're heading down to the Rebel County and throw in there is at 2 o'clock. Two defeats from two. Can they be fortunate on their third goal? Nicky, you, you've seen this Kilkenny Intermediate team. What have you made of them so uh, far? Disappointing, but I do think that they'll get more uh, They'll get more from the seniors as the panel is, is, is um, shortened a bit there. So I think so. Uh, I think, they'll, they'll look, that it's 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 an opportunity for players to seek and to make the seniors not come down to intermediate. And I think the the league form will be a bit will you know they will get better as the league moves on and they will be in better shape for the championship. Paddy, would you buy into the fact that maybe the league is a little bit of a dull at the moment? I wouldn't say that, but uh, I would say that. Uh, look, uh, as Nicky says, they need they need to just uh, if they continuously keep improving on like that, they'll get the results at the end. Like I said, it's like the, the senior there; they need this uh, league to to try out things and maybe uh, get ready for the championship. All right, lads, thank you very much indeed. We'll take a break. Back shortly. Friday evenings talk sport on eighty eight point seven FM with JJ Kavanagh, Bus and Coach Hire. JJ Kavanagh and Sons, keeping the country moving for almost a century. And we're into the final furlong of the talk sport regime under LKOR. But anyway, moving swiftly on, CBS Kilkenny in action tomorrow in the All-Ireland Post-Primary Schools quarter-final. Nina, the Munster champions are the opponents and the question is, I suppose, Pat Tracy, is the uh, heavy beating they took at the hands of St. Kieran's College in the Leinster final maybe a slight blessing in disguise or is that stretching? Uh, there's no blessing in getting a beating like that. You yeah. just, uh, but they'll be mad to play won't they? Uh, yeah, they'll be, they should be mad to play but they got, uh, they just didn't turn up on the day and they'll be mad anxious to put that right and uh, so and they have to. Um, look there's a great opportunity to get when you get beaten like that you're always mad to get out and, and just put the record straight because they have some top class uh, players and uh, they proved that a week after with the Kilkenny under 20s and that a few of them that were playing so look uh, roll up the sleeves and have a go at Nina tomorrow have every chance up in, in Rathdowney Nicky if you're a manager watching that Leinster final is it almost a case of just going into this with a clean slate because if you start trying to address the problems you'd You'd be you'd be writing down a lot of problems on your list. Well, the first thing you have to say to the lads, anyways, lads, you've got to die in your boots. That's the first thing. I mean, against Kieran's, they give up the they give up the goals at an early stage. A couple of these lads went out against Cork under twenties last Saturday, and I'm told they played exceptionally well. Now let them bring that sort of determination to Ratdowney tomorrow. And uh, when Jerry is giving our reports, let's hope we're hearing good news. They're they're a decent enough team. I saw them against Johnstown, and I saw it on Clubber against uh, Good Council. They're a decent enough team. They totally left that form away. They were they were pushed out of the way by Kieran's from an early stage and they just need to get stuck in tomorrow because if tomorrow will be the last hurling some of these guys will play for CBS because they'll be finished if they don't win this match so that should be uh, that should be in their head going out that it won't be the last day and get out because they're decent enough hurling don't, let's not worry about tactics um, 
men are hearty cup champions and that, that shouldn't intimidate CBS they played it before Christmas they got on alright to get them in the challenge go out with the right frame of mind and you never know what happened well where does the where does the spark for the CBS come from are we looking at hopefully maybe Rory Galway making a return and the likes of Greg Kelly well he'll be an asset to them mm. but it doesn't matter whoever is lining out from 1 to 15 tomorrow and the other lads on the line they all need to be mentally right that they're going out to win this match here tomorrow and forget who the opposition is they should be in, they need to redeem themselves after the Kieran's match they let themselves down and they let the school down they should now get out tomorrow and, and redeem that and get to the semi-final and you never know what might happen then Pat on the reverse of that Nina CBS Munster champions is with the celebrations that go with that could that maybe lead to them maybe having their eye off the ball a little bit yeah well oftentimes what happens uh, when you win the hearty cup it's the holy grail and uh, they don't worry about the rest of it that's that's a, a massive thing in Munster and uh, look they only won the, the hearty cup with the last puck of the ball that uh, ball uh, a goal in injury time and uh, that, that, that's what won it for them so look to me, you're wondering about the spark for the CBS the spark for the CBS tomorrow is effort that's okay. it Paddy with your maroon heart yeah well look I, I'm going to say the players themselves know what they have to do and uh, after the display in the Leinster final if there is uh, I won't say if there's anything in them but they know themselves that they have to put in a better performance and as Pat says just give it a lash and see what way it goes alright lads thank you very much indeed don't forget a bumper weekend of sport ahead on Community Radio Kilkenny City 12 to 2 tomorrow Saturday sport music and sport both Saturday and Sunday from